0: Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of Jesus that there will be something here in this show, in this episode, that you can use in your life, in the life of your family, and in the life of your friends. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Okay, you Ready? Let's get started. This is going to be kind of a short uh, little show today, but it's an important one. This is episode number 26, number 26, and is titled, Our Dwelling Place. Our Dwelling Place. It's found in Psalm 90, verses 1 through 17. And today is Tuesday, April 9th, 2019. I'm recording this from Boulder, Colorado. It's not too late in the day. It's only a little after 7 p.m. It's kind of a warm day. It's in the 70s today, believe it or not. They're supposed to snow tomorrow, though. 70 today and 40 tomorrow in snow. How about that? <laughs> Welcome to Colorado in the Rocky Mountains. So today's discourse will be, like I said, a little different. Why? Because in my prayer time, after I woke up and as I was reading and studying God's Word, especially in regards to the church the Lord is building here in Boulder, Colorado, I became sort of really desirous of sharing this psalm that I was reading with with each one of you, my dear friends. This psalm did not come from my daily schoolwork as I normally do. It's It did come from my prayer time. Listen, our prayer life is so very important i can when i meet a christian i can tell immediately while talking to them what kind of a prayer life they have now obviously this is general and all too often you know i'm not that far off because you know it's prayer life is a difficult part of a christian's walk to develop it's not easy it's it takes a It takes work, it takes sacrifice, it takes something that the world can't offer us. Only God can offer us the ability to build a prayer life. And that doesn't come automatically. We need to spend the time necessary so that God can develop that aspect of our spirit, so that we can hear our spirit and follow our spirit based on the Holy Spirit moving through our spirit. And so prayer life all too often gets relegated to something a few seconds before you fall asleep at night or a moment or two before you have a meal. Or it's not really much of anything. But when you develop a prayer life, and it takes time. It's not overnight. It's not over the weekend. It's, it takes sometimes years and years to develop a a prayer life that has results, that develops the ability to get to know who God is, develop your relationship with God, develop your friendship with Jesus, develop your closeness to the Comforter, the Teacher, the Holy Spirit. It takes time. It takes time. And it takes work in the Bible, reading the Word of God on an ongoing, daily, diligent, consistent basis and asking and asking and asking, what does this mean? What does this mean? What are you trying to say to me? It takes a while to develop. And I'm saying all this because I want every one of you to develop a strong, powerful prayer life. Because when you do develop that prayer life, life takes on a different meaning. The the meaning of chasing after what the world offers begins to lessen and take a sort of a back seat to you. And what becomes a front seat passenger becomes the Holy Spirit because you've been spending time in prayer with him. It's the Holy Spirit that's doing the work in the ministry right now on earth because Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. And he sent the Comforter to be with us. Amen? So this psalm that I have here did not come... Um, well, let me say this a different way. The psalm is a prayer of Moses, the man of God. And this is what is written at the very beginning of the psalm. The prayer. Uh, the psalm is a prayer of the Moses, of the man of God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so who is this man, Moses? A, a lot of people just automatically think they know who Moses is. And I'm going to get a cup of a sip of tea real quick. I got my, what uh, tea do I have tonight? Tonight is um, Celestial Scenes Ginger Tea. Yeah, my, one of my favorites, ginger. It helps me calm down. <laughs> so, as I said, who is this man, Moses? Well, Moses is the man God chose to lead the Israelites out of Egypt that had been there for 400 years. Moses is the man that led in the range of one to three million people through the wilderness for 40 years. And that was due to disobedience of the people, not Moses. Moses was the man that was 80 years old when called to do this. Moses is the man that wrote the first five books of the Holy Bible that we read today. He lived until he is 120 years old. Moses did not go into the promised land that the Lord was giving his people. Moses was one of the two men that stood with Jesus on the mountain when Jesus was transfigured, and that's in Matthew 17, 1 through 9. So what I'm going to do here is put the entire Psalm 90, which is 17 verses, here in the discourse and on the show, and then I'll share whatever the Holy Spirit wants to share on this discourse. At least that's my initial plan. <laughs> Things change often. Also, I do hope you realize that God speaks to all his children in different ways. God is not a silent god. The idols like the idols of uh, occult religions all over the world. Those idols are silent. In other words, they don't speak. <laughs> Less, less possessed by a devil. <laughs> I also realize that there are Christians that don't want to believe that God says anything outside the Bible. They ridicule anyone who says, God told me, or the Lord said to me, and a whole host of other various phrases that a lot of us use when referring to the still, small voice within our spirit. Namely, our conscience, the voice of our spirit. Okay, now that I've got that out of the way and everyone is thoroughly mixed up, not really though. It's, it's really obvious to all God's children, the saints, that what I just said is normal. God speaks to his kids, he just does. Amen. Even the ones that don't want to believe it, they know God's speaking to them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. They're being led by God. They just don't want to admit it out loud. (laughs) Um, So I think what I'm going to do instead is uh, I'm going to write the uh, introductory notes here that I've been doing and my thoughts I'll share on the show here. And then I'll read the entire psalm and I'll allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you as only he knows how. Therefore, it's going to be important for you to hear and listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. As Jesus often said, ears to hear. He said that quite often throughout the New Testament, the Gospels. The, uh, you know, and this will be different for each individual because your need will be different and Well, let me rephrase that. Your need will be met by the Holy Spirit, and your need is different than the person next to you. Is that right? Yeah. So let's get started. What do you say? But I'm going to get another sip of tea, please. Mmm. Man, that ginger tea. It's really good. Actually, I drank too much coffee this morning, so I'm, I switched to my tea here that doesn't have any caffeine in it. All right, guys, let's see. Psalm 90, and I'm going to read through the King James Version. A prayer of Moses, the man of God. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, Thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as a yesterday, when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as asleep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are therefore threescore years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is there strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so it is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein Thou hast afflicted us and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let Thy work appear unto Thy servants and Thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish Thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish Thou it. As the Holy Spirit continues to minister to you, my dear friend, allow me to close today with the very first two words, the very first two verses of the next psalm, Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. God bless you, my dear friend. Have a great day.